Thanks for tuning into the Simple Power Podcast, where we think practically about experiencing the presence and the power of God in our daily lives. This is episode number 24, and this week we're talking about responding to the voice of the Holy Spirit. All right, everybody, welcome to the Simple Power Podcast. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen. If you've listened before, thank you so much for coming back. Welcome back. Really, really grateful for the opportunity to share a little bit about what's on my heart with you this week. If you missed episode 23, I would recommend going back and listening to it because it's going to set a pretty good foundation, a pretty good precedent for what I'm going to get into today. When God speaks, when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you, it becomes so important to respond because so many times we miss what God is saying because we don't respond or because we don't respond quick enough. And I'm going to say this, we don't respond immediately. There are times when the Holy Spirit just wants to get your attention because he wants to speak to you. He wants to share something with you. One of the issues with hearing the voice of God is the issue of distraction. I know a lot of people say things like, well, it was easier for people in Bible times to hear God's voice because they weren't surrounded by as much stuff as we're surrounded by today. You know what? I get that. There's TV and there's electronics and there's all kinds of like static and radio waves and all kinds of stuff going on around us that they didn't have going on back then. So it was quieter, but I don't like to use that as an excuse because first of all, God is bigger than that. And second of all, There are things that you can do. You can actually turn your cell phone off if you want to. You can turn your TV off. If you're distracted by all the stuff that's going on around you, you can get in your car and take a drive. You can go to a mountain. You can go to a lake. You can go to a park. There are places you can go to get away if that is an issue for you. Sometimes I'll go and I will get away. I'll do that. There's a good practical nature about that. But we should not let it be an excuse for not hearing the voice of God. Oh, well, I I just I guess I'm just going to always struggle. I guess I'm just not going to hear the voice of God because I have this going on. This is bothering me. This distraction, this like we can actually take practical steps to get around those things, to eliminate those things for a time, to move those things out of the way. But even if those things are there, I've discovered that if you will simply learn the way that the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you'll be able to hear him much more clearly and much more often. So I just want to kind of give you this practical thing today about responding to the voice of the Holy Spirit, responding to that nudging, responding when he begins to call your attention. Let me give you a couple of examples. One night, and this was a while back, I was sitting on the couch, I was watching TV, and all of a sudden I just had this thought. And that's all it was. It was a thought. It wasn't, thus saith the Lord. And so many times I think that's why people miss the voice of God because they're expecting this big, like, triumphant sound, thus saith the Lord, and like this deep voice and all that. That's not what it was. It was a thought. And it sounded like a thought. It didn't sound like some foreign voice in my head. So because, generally speaking, he does speak to us in subtle ways, it just means that we have to learn to pay attention. We have to learn to to be focused and engaged with him. So here's the deal. I was sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden I had this thought, stop what you're doing for a minute and step outside. I knew that it was God. But I'll tell you, it was so subtle that I almost missed it. Like, I almost passed it up. I almost thought, well, that's just me thinking and let it go. And and believe me, I've done that plenty of times where I have just dismissed something that was God and said, well, that's just my thoughts and just kind of kept doing what I was doing. But 
that's what it was. The Holy Spirit was nudging me saying, come outside, stop what you're doing. I need to speak to you. I need to show you something. So I stepped outside and I said, what's up, Lord? And immediately he began to speak to me and he only spoke to me for about 30 seconds. That's all it was. It was a 30 second encounter with God, but it was powerful. And it started because he kind of nudged me in that direction. He got my attention and let me know, hey, I want to speak to you. This is what I want to get at in this week's episode. And I know that this is very, very simple, but I honestly believe that if you will pay more attention to these simple, subtle things, these simple, subtle ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to us, that you'll begin to hear the voice of God more. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11, it says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. This is the story of Elijah hearing the voice of God, hearing the still small voice of God in a moment where he was in intense turmoil. He was running from Jezebel. He was running for his life because she was after him. She wanted him dead. She had vowed that she was going to kill him. And so he ran and he's not in a good place. He's not in a good place mentally, emotionally, spiritually. He's really not in a good place. He's asking God to kill him. He's in this kind of amplified pity party. He's in a place where he's having trouble, (laughs) he's struggling, he's not in a good place. And so God begins to speak to him here when he tells him, go and stand out on the mountain. And this wind comes by and this fire comes by and this earthquake comes by. And you would think that God was going to be in one of those things, right? Because that's how we think that God speaks. We think that God speaks in this big, profound way, thus saith the Lord. But here's what I want to point out really about this story. In verse 11, it says, Then he said, God said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Now, what is Elijah trying to do? He's trying to hear God's voice. And he hears God tell him, Go out and stand on the mountain. So Elijah was hearing God. When he was going through this struggle and he needed to hear God speak, he was actually hearing God speak, but he wasn't hearing God speak about what he needed to hear God speak about. But he did hear God say to him, Go out and stand on the mountain. And when God said, go out and stand on the mountain, Elijah responded. And in that place of his response to the voice of God, he hears God speak to him in this gentle whispering voice, this still small voice. He hears God speak to him inside, not in an audible way, not in an external way, but he hears God speak to his spirit, to the ears of his spirit. And This is the thing that has really helped me so much in my life in hearing the voice of God. Now, this is not the only way that God speaks to me. It's not the only way that he's going to speak to you. It's not whatever. It's not that. In explaining these things, it's never my desire to put God in a box. And so I want you to be careful about that. Just because I'm going to explain something to you that I think is going to be really, really helpful to you, that doesn't mean that it's the kind of thing that should become like your only focus and the only thing that you focus on. And this is what it is. Like, it's not the, that's not the point. Okay. So I just want to make that very clear. But one of the ways that God speaks to me, and this has been very, very helpful, is that so often if he has something that he wants to share with me, something that he wants to alert me to, bring my attention 
attention to, he will actually, he'll pull me away first. Like he said to Elijah, go out and stand on the mountain and listen, go and stand on the mountain and I'll speak to you. Come and step aside, go over here and I'm going to speak. I'm going to reveal something to you. So many times that's what God will do. I'll just be going through life. I'll be in my routine. I'll be watching TV, spending time with my family at work, whatever. And all of a sudden I'll just have this sense, this knowing, Hey, step aside for a minute. Or, hey, I want to speak to you. Or, hey, I want to show you something. Or, hey, step aside, get away. And if in that moment I respond, I'll begin to hear God speak to me in really profound ways. But I will be honest with you, I don't always respond immediately because I allow my thinking to get in the way. And I allow my, my, yeah, I allow my thinking to get in the way and just say, oh, well, that was just my thoughts. That was just me thinking that wasn't God. And it's definitely happened to me before where I've heard the voice of the Holy Spirit say to me, Hey, step aside. I need to show you something. And my interpretation was, oh, well, I guess I need to spend time with God right now, but I'm busy. I'm doing something else. Listen, if in that moment you will simply respond I'm telling you, you are setting yourself up to have a life-changing encounter with God. Scientists have done studies and they said somewhere in the ballpark of like 80 to 85% of our thought life is repetitive. And I think you know that to be true. If it's not 85%, it's, uh, it's a high percentage. We're thinking a lot about the same things that we thought a lot about 10 minutes ago and yesterday and last week. We tend to be repetitive in our thinking. So when a thought suddenly comes into your mind, an idea suddenly comes into your mind, that goes against that. And especially if it's something like this, where it's like, Hey, this is God. <laughs> I need to speak to you right now, or I need to show you something or, Hey, grab your Bible so I can show you something. It's worth it to just respond. Take a second away from what you're doing. You might say, well, I'm at work, so I can't listen. I've had it happen where God spoke to me like that. I stepped aside and had an encounter with God that changed my life. And it took no more than 60 seconds of my time. God knows where you are. He knows what you have going on. So many times he just wants to see if you care enough, if you're focused enough, if you're alert enough to just respond. So that's what this is. This is what my advice is for you today. Respond. Respond to the voice of the Holy Spirit. If he speaks to you in a subtle way like that, whether it's a thought in your head, an idea, a vision that quickly flashes across the screen of your mind or whatever, sometimes he'll speak in such subtle ways that it becomes easy to dismiss, easy to miss, but glass half full, it's just as easy to catch it. It's just that we have to have our mindset adjusted and recognize, hold up, maybe God is actually speaking to me right now instead of the alternative of, well, that was just me thinking. Hold on, if you're always thinking, well, that was just me thinking, then maybe there's a problem in your thinking because maybe your thinking is God doesn't talk to you. Maybe your thinking is God doesn't like to talk to you. God doesn't have anything to say to you, whatever. But if you live your life understanding on a very fundamental level that you are his child, you're his son or you're his daughter, and he loves talking to you, that he has things to say to you, then maybe that right there, that small shift will actually help you to become more aware and more alert to the fact that he's actually always desiring to speak to you. And so when you have that sense, that little nudge from the Lord that, you know what, maybe God wants to say something to me right now, and you respond and you just simply step aside, 
you set yourself up for encounter. You set yourself up to hear the voice of God in really, really profound ways. And like I said, that doesn't mean that it has to take all day. It doesn't mean that it has to ruin your plans or anything else. It's it's just giving him an opportunity to speak to you and to say what he wants to say. So many times we're expecting God to like break in with this earth shattering voice and to speak like this and all this stuff. And that's generally not the way that God speaks. He speaks to us in subtle ways. And so often he will call us aside. He did it to Moses at the burning bush. Moses saw this bush burning, but that wasn't consumed. But Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this sight. Why this bush does not burn. And the Bible says that when Moses turned aside to see the burning bush, that that's when God began to speak to Moses. Moses turned aside. There was this turning aside. There was this recognition of something is happening here. Elijah went out responding to the voice of God that he did hear, even though it wasn't the ultimate thing that he needed to hear or that he was trying to hear or whatever. He responded to what he heard and it positioned him to hear the voice of God in the way that he needed to hear it. Let me give you another example. The the story of Samuel. When Samuel was a boy, the first time that we really meet Samuel, he's in bed at night and he hears somebody call his name. And so he jumps out of bed and he goes and, and tells Eli, or he goes and asks Eli, Eli, did you call me? And Eli was like, no, go and lay back down. And so he goes and lays back down and he hears his name again. So he jumps up and he says, Eli, you called me. What's going on? And Eli was like, no, I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. So he does it a third time. Eli, I know that you called me this time. What's going on? This time, Eli, on the third round, Eli recognized, you know what? God must be speaking to Samuel. And he told Samuel, go back and lay down. If you hear the voice again, respond and say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel listened to Eli. He went and he laid back down and he heard his name called again, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel got up and he said, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. And when he said, speak, Lord, for your servant hears, God began to speak to him in a really, really profound way, even though he was young in age and whatever. How old you are, how long you've been saved, how long you've been following God, none of that matters. He wants to speak to you. He desires to speak to you. He knows how to speak to you. Just trust in his perfect ability to lead you and to speak to you with clarity in ways that you can understand, but be willing to respond because in all three of these occasions with Moses, with Elijah, and now in this last example with Samuel, they all responded first to something very, very simple. He heard his name, Samuel. Elijah heard, go stand out on the mountain. Moses saw a burning bush, but he didn't know what it was all about. They turned aside, they stepped aside, they responded to that initial leading of the Holy Spirit, and the result was that they heard the voice of God in a really profound, incredible way. Pay attention to the leading of the Holy Spirit, pay attention to his voice that so often comes in very, very subtle ways but engage when you when when you have that nudging of the lord when the holy spirit begins to speak to you he begins to call you away he begins to call you to step aside to take a moment to step outside of your routine don't hesitate because if you hesitate you are more than likely going to miss it don't hesitate just respond and say yes lord what's up and right there you are positioned to hear his voice 
He made you to hear his voice. He loves talking to you. He loves sharing his heart with you. He wants you connected to him. He loves communicating with you. He actually doesn't want you in the dark, contrary to popular belief. He wants to tell you his plans. He wants you to have direction for life. He wants you to be led by the Spirit. He wants all that. He desires it. He's not withholding himself. He's not withholding his voice. He's not withholding information. And if you'll simply make that shift in your mind of the fact that you stand in a place as a son or daughter of God where you are able, you are equipped, you are positioned, you are designed to hear the voice of God. So understand that, have that mindset that you can hear the voice of God, that he speaks to you all the time. Become more aware of his presence that's all around you so that when he does speak, when he begins to speak to you or he begins to clue you into the fact that he has something to share with you, that you respond to it immediately and you will see that you'll be able to hear the voice of God with greater clarity. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really hope that this was helpful to you. And my prayer for you this week is that you will continue to hear the voice of God and that you'll hear his voice with greater clarity, greater depth and that you'll have greater understanding. So thank you so much again for listening. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure that you subscribe to the Simple Power channel. I will be back with you next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central, with episode number 25. Thanks again.